This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This week's parasha, we start to talk a little bit about dreams. Yaakov Avinu has a dream in this week's parasha. The next week's parasha really gets much more involved with dreams, with Yosef's dreams, and the Torah describes us those at length as well. Someone told me a story, I don't know if it's true or not, but we're going to give a whole share on it, whether it's true or not. Apparently, there was someone who lived in one of the southern kibbutzim in Eretz Yisrael. Friday night before the terrorist attack, he was sleeping and someone came to him in a dream. A Rebbe of his came to him in a dream and told him, get in the car, drive up north, it's not safe in the south. Friday night. Now, no one would have thought twice about it, he rolled over and went back to sleep. A few, a few hours, a few minutes later, he gets another dream. This time his Rebbe is choking him. He's telling him, listen to me, you can't stay here, it's not safe. You got to get out of here. So he, Taka does it, he gets in his car and he drives up north, and he, Taka was safe. The question that I want to discuss was, was that the right thing to do? Was that halakhically the right thing to do? So people tell me, what do you mean? It must have been the right thing because he was saved. That's not a good indicator. People do have errors all the time. That, that's not a riot. If he would have went to a rub that Friday night, at 3 o'clock in the morning, and knocked on the rabbi's door and said, Rabbi, I had two dreams, and a rebbe of mine told me, get out of here, it's not safe. What would the rabbi have told him? Now, I'm happy that shadow wasn't presented to me because I don't have a good answer. Someone told me that in Eretz Yisrael, they're still working it out, what exactly the psak is. So we'll talk a little bit about it just for academic purposes. Obviously not Allah said it should never be Negea. So what's the premise of the Shiloh? Because we have a Gemara Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin tells us a story about a person who was unsure about money. And he, he, he gets a dream from his father. And his father tells him, that money... It's exactly here and there, this spot where the money is, but it happens to be my Shashani money. And they talk, uh, go to the spot that came through in the dream, and they go there, and it's there. Everything is perfect in the dream. So the Gemara says it doesn't matter, that money is not my Shashani money. Why well, says the Gemara? The Gemara tells us a phrase that's We don't move anything, we don't get moved halachically by things that we see in a dream. Dreams are dreams, end of story. So that Gemara seems like you should definitely not be Machal or Shabbos because of something you see in a dream. Here we're not even willing to give this moment as the din of Maisei Sheini because of a dream. We're definitely not going to go around being Mechal Shabbos because of a dream. So the Ran over there in that Gemara in Sanhedrin has a kasha. The Ran asks, the Gemara right before this talks about a case where what happens if one aide would come and say, I know that that money is Maisei Sheini. So the Gemara says, one aide's not good enough. So Frek the Ran, if one aide is not good enough, why would a dream be better? And the Ran answers, a dream is better. Why would a dream be better, Zakti Ram? Because the Gemara tells us a dream is a mikzas nevuah, one sixteenth of a nevuah. That's better than an eidechot. In this case, because in this case, the first part of the dream was proven correct. That's true. Also, we're going to talk about that here. Part of the dream was true till the end. Everything seemed accurate. So the Ran says, I would have had a havamina that a dream is better than an eidechot. Why? Because a dream is a mikzas nevuah. It's one sixteenth of the nevuah. Kamash malon, it's not. Why is it not Zakti Ram? Because over here you want to be mitzi mamen. You want to take money and say, this money that belongs to you, belongs to Maishe Shani. Says the Ran, that you can't do with a dream. A dream doesn't have the kayak to be Maishe So writes the Ran. So, if you just learned the Gemara Sanhedrin, you'd say, we don't care about dreams, dreams don't count, let's move on. Which means, again, as far as I know of the story, he drove his car. Driving a car, unless he had a Tesla, is an Isidereis, for the most part. You know, if you would have hired a cab, or a Gaisha driver, or all these Dirabonans, maybe. That's an Isidereis, a Pashtus. So, we would have assumed open and closed, nothing to talk about. And there's a story like that with Chaim Velazhina. Chaim Velazhina once, a fellow came to him and said, I have a dream, <coughs> I'm having a reoccurring dream that when I walk to work, there's a certain beam that hangs over and it fell on me and, and killed me. 
So Chaim Vlazhu said, dreams, go to work. You know what happened? He went to work and the beam fell on him and he died. And at the Shiva, the Avelim were very upset of Chaim Vlazhu. They said, when he came to you in the dream and told you what he sees in the dream and you told him to go to work? So Chaim Vlazhu said, and I will tell it to him again also. Chaim Vlazhu said, I hold like the Gemara. I don't care. I follow what it says in the Gemara. That was Chaim Vlazhu's approach. So either way, but we have another Gemara. We have another two Gemaras. We have a Gemara in Brachas, that we all know of, a Gemara in Tainus, where the Gemara says that a, that a dream is a shtickle nevuah. We have a thing called Tainus Chaloim. Why should you bother with a Tainus Chaloim if the whole thing is a joke? And then we have a Gemara in the Gemara in Adarim. The Gemara in Adarim, the Gemara in tells us that if a person sees in a dream that he was put into Chaim. So the Gemara tells him, he has to get ten people to get a man of Chaim. I, I thought dreams don't count. Terry says dreams do count, dreams don't count. So this is the problem that all the Rishonim and Achreinim deal with. Do dreams count or do dreams not count? So we'll try to discuss a little bit how to make heads or tails out of all this. Now, it's interesting, Rabbi Zilberstein has a lot of these types of shilas. In Chashukei Chemeth, different Masechtas and Brachas. So he talks about an interesting shiloh, about a, a Yid in Eretz that had a ticket booked to come to America. <clears throat> the night before his flight, his father came to him and said, don't get on that plane. Okay, what would we do? Would we listen to the dream or we say, eh, now, if he cancels his ticket, he's going to lose money. He's going to, it's a non-refundable ticket. So that was the shadow that came to Zilberstein, whether or not you're to lose money. So the khair, you can talk about like the ran. Hey, you're trying to be mighty mummy. You're trying to take the guy to lose money because of a dream. Maybe that you don't have to do. So one of the achrayim who talk heavily about dreams is the, is the, the Shiva Tzi and the son of the Neid of Yehuda. So the son of the Neid of Yehuda says an interesting svarah. He says, the reason why we don't give too much credence to dreams is because roiv of the dreams or roiv dreams are shtosim. Roiv of it is, is foolishness. There's no substance there. But it's the amiyot of, of, of important information. So therefore it says like this. When it comes to mominus, right, so we go after if you go by right, so then roiv of the dreams are foolish, so you're not going to give too much credence to the dream. He says, but, but when it comes to sakana, we go after the miyot. So even if only a miyot of the dream is MS, but when it comes to an issue of sakana, you have to go after our miyot. So therefore he thinks that if the dream has anything in it that pertains to sakana, you have to be chayshish even the miyotah. That's one suggestion that he makes. Which if you plug it back to our case, maybe he should have taken it into consideration and have taka left like the dream suggested. Then he has another svara where he's mechalik between what is the dream telling you? Is the dream telling you what happened or the dream is telling you what's going to happen? In the case of the Gemara Sanhedrin, the dream is telling us what happened. It's telling us the past. That your father left money, that money was my shame. That we don't care about. He says if the dream is telling you something in the future, that does take on a shtuk on the vua. So if you go back to this case where the fellow was being told that get out of here because in the future it's going to be dangerous, so then maybe according to the Binyan Siyan, I'm sorry, according to the Shiva Siyan, in that case maybe you would listen to the dream. One of Chashuk Yichem, Reb Zilberstein quotes in one of his svarim, he says there's a story from one of the Rishayim that this type of story happened to him. He says one of the Rishayim, doesn't say who they were, where they had a Azad dream that someone came to him and said you have to leave because it's dangerous and they tack a left. One of the Rishayim did. So I guess this fellow was in good company with one of the Bijayim who had a similar story that happened to him. The, right, so there was only Nisad Rabban in that case. That fellow was not even Nisad Rabban. He wasn't even assumed the racist. So that Rabbi Zelbushtein doesn't address. Then I saw an interesting swara from Rabbi Hudi, from the Yehudi Yale, Yehudi Asad, the Tamidim of the Chassam Seifer. He says that if the dream is only for you, talking about your life, that is different than if it's a dream for the Tzibor. Meaning if the dream is saying you yourself are going to get you know, something bad, that's one thing. But if it's a dream for the tzibur, then avadi have to listen to it. Meaning if the guy in the dream would say that the entire area is not safe, 
the entire, again, I don't know exactly what the dream was. If the guy, if the dream said that the entire southern era of Eretz Yisrael is going to be dangerous, then he, Avadi, you have to listen to the dream. But if he's just saying you yourself are going to have a private Mo'ara in your house, then you don't have to listen. So it's not clear from all the different places. And then I saw some other svaras that are relevant to this storyline. I saw one svara that, if let's say the dream, it's really a Gemara, that if the dream is repeated, if the dream is repeated, then it takes a much more seriousness in halacha. This dream, obviously, the storyline was repeated twice. And I also saw that if it happens on Shabbos, which was the story here also, Grado, it was Friday night, so a, sto- a dream on Shabbos also takes on much more severity than a regular dream. Exactly. That, that's one of the riots. That we know that a repeated dream takes on a more seriousness in halacha. So they want to... Ta- yeah? Uh, okay. So they want to tie that that was the Machalik between Yosef and his brothers. Machalik between Yosef and his brothers were whether or not we give credence to dreams. Yosef claimed dreams are important. The brothers claimed dreams are not important. And that was the back and forth. It's interesting, there is a Aruch HaShulchan. The Aruch HaShulchan says that the whole Shailah of, of, of Tainus Chaloim, he says it depends on the person. So let's say for today, in the modern world where many of us live, we're exposed to a lot of scary things. We read, we see. So then if you dream about something scary, it's not indicative that it's a nevuah. It's indicative of what you saw during the day. But if you don't, if you're one of those people that do not see outside information, you don't see outside news, you don't see, you don't read scary books, and then you talk to see something in a dream, then it does become. So it might depend on the person by person type of story. In the Hakdama to the Moshe, tells over a story about a fellow who got sick, and the reason why he got sick, and he very quickly got very sick, and it was Niskalatim in the dream that the reason why he got sick because he was Mavaza the Benois Loit. He spoke derogatory about the girls of Loit, how could they do this whole thing? And Taka, he got, it came to him in a dream that the reason why it was because of this, and then he Taka died right after that. This is what it says in Akdama today, Grishmash. So they asked Rechaim Kinevsky, is there any credence to this? So Rechaim Kinevsky said, yeah, he thinks there is some credence to that. So I, I don't know how Lochalamaisa, when a person would take a dream and be over an Isser. Again, you want to tell me you want to take a dream and cancel your ticket. You want to tell me you take a dream and you'll invest money. But to go out and be over an Isser, I don't know. So I am taking no answer on this, Shailah. The person told me the story. He said, in Eretz Yisrael, they're still working it out. Supposedly, they're still trying to figure out what they think was right or wrong. I don't know. We should never know of it. But it definitely does present an interesting question. You know, let's say someone came to you in a dream and told you where to invest your money. Right? Should you do that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's a shtick levua. Maybe to be mighty mominous, you don't. So that is just something interesting to talk about and to think about to what credence we give to dreams. I think last year on Parshish Vayeshev, we talked about dreams in halacha because some halachas were only in this gala through dreams. That we had in the Rishonim, different halachas. But here, it's a, here the dream is telling you to be over So I did find a line in the Tshuva for Rabbi Vajra where he says that if you're told in a dream to be over you definitely shouldn't listen. I don't know if that's the case, but there's also Pikuach Nefesh. I mean, if someone came to you in a dream and said, go eat Basel B'chalaf. So of course you don't listen to the dream. That's like a Novi Sheker. But over here, the, the dream told you to be over Nisr with the backdrop of being dangerous. So Pikuach Nefesh is Deich Shabbos. So I don't know. I leave off that I don't know what the right answer is. I guess we'll wait to hear what they say from Eretz Yisrael. They, they sent the Shaila to Zilberstein. He will have to be Machria whether or not this fellow did the right or wrong. Baruch Hashem, I'm happy he survived. But unfortunately, it's a, a, to me an unclear Shaila, and we should never know of such difficulties in any of our lives.